Ballad number twelve of More Bab Ballads by W. S. Gilbert. Read for LibriVox.org by Graham Redman. Gregory Parable, LLD. A leafy cot where no dry rot had ever been by tenant seen, where ivy clung and wopses stung, where beeses hummed and drummed and strummed where treeses grew and breezes blew, a thatchy roof, quite waterproof, where countless herds of dicky birds built twiggy beds to lay their heads. My mother begs I'll make it eggs, but though it's true that dickies do construct a nest with chirpy noise, with view to rest their eggy joys neath eavy sheds, yet eggs and beds, as I explain to her in vain five hundred times, are faulty rhymes. Neath such a cot, built on a plot of freehold land, dwelt Mary and her worthy father, named by me Gregory Parable, LLD. He knew no guile, this simple man, no worldly wile or plot or plan, except that plot of freehold land that held the cot and Mary and her worthy father, named by me Gregory Parable, LLD. A grave and learned scholar he, yet simple as a child could be. He'd shirk his meal to sit and cram a goodish deal of eaten gram, no man alive could him nonplus with vocative of Phileus. No man alive more fully knew the passive of a verb or two. None better knew the worth than he of words that end in B, D, T. Upon his green in early spring he might be seen endeavouring to understand the hooks and crooks of Henry and his Latin books, or calling for his Caesar on the Gallic War, like any don, or perhaps expounding unto all how mythic Balbus built a wall. So lived the sage who's named by me Gregory Parable, LLD. To him one autumn day there came a lovely youth of mystic name. He took a lodging in the house, and fell a-dodging snipe and grouse, for, oh, that mild scholastic one let shooting for a single gun. By three or four, when sport was o'er, the mystic one laid by his gun, and made sheep's eyes of giant size till after tea at Mary P. And Mary P., so kind was she, she too made eyes of giant size, whose every dart right through the heart appeared to run that mystic one. The doctor's whim engrossing him, he did not know they flirted so, for save at tea, muser musy, as I'm advised, monopolized and rendered blind his giant mind. But looking up above his cup one afternoon, he saw them spoon. Aha, quoth he, you naughty lass, as quaint old Ovid says, amass. The mystic youth avowed the truth, and, claiming Ruth, he said, In sooth I love your daughter, aged man, refuse to join us if you can. Treat not my offer, sir, with scorn, I'm wealthy, though I'm lowly born. Young sir, the aged scholar said, I never thought you meant to wed. 
engrossed completely with my books i little noticed lovers looks i've lived so long away from man i do not know of any plan by which to test a lover's worth except perhaps the test of birth i've half forgotten in this wild a father's duty to his child it is his place i think it's said to see his daughters richly wed to dignitaries of the earth if possible of noble birth if noble birth is not at hand a father may i understand and this affords a chance for you be satisfied to wed her to a busico or bearing which means any one who's very rich now there's an earl who lives hard by my child and i will go and try if he will make the maid his bride if not to you she shall be tied they sought the earl that very day the sage began to say his say the earl a very wicked man whose face bore vice's blackest ban cut short the scholar's simple tale and said in voice to make them quail pooh go along you're drunk no doubt here peters turn these people out the sage rebuffed in mode uncouth returning met the mystic youth my darling boy the scholar said take mary blessings on your head the mystic boy undid his vest and took a parchment from his breast and said now by that noble brow i ne'er knew father such as thou the sterling rule of common sense now reaps its proper recompense rejoice my soul's unequalled queen for i am duke of gretna green end of ballad number twelve gregory parable lld of more bab ballads by w s gilbert this recording is in the public domain.